What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, follow, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow all our socials linked down below. We're getting, we got some followers on Instagram, so thank you for that. Same thing with TikTok. You guys are popping everywhere now, so just continue that support. Um, make sure you guys follow the Twitter for any updates. Make sure you, oh, the audio listeners, make sure you guys download, rate, and review. Um, and before we continue, as a, just a reminder, a couple of things. One, check out the Alex Adams podcast that was dropped on the weekend. It was a banger episode with Alex, first ever uh, guest analyst, first ever guest we didn't know personally. So we share his story, talk random sports. You know, he built some players. You guys will see that on the reels soon. Um, and uh, this weekend, once again, because of New Year's, um, we will not be dropping an episode on Monday. We'll be dropping it on Tuesday. So early, happy New Year's. Uh, make sure you guys stay safe and w- I wish you guys all the best for that. Follow your resolutions. <laughs> yeah, follow, whatever follow. it is, make sure you follow it. Follow it. <laughs> while you watch some college football, which we'll talk about la- later on today. Um, and like I said, another episode, bonus episode will be out this weekend, most likely Saturday as well. To You know, just to end the year off, let's get the two brothers talking a little bit. That's not sports. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, let's just get right into it. We're not starting off with the NFL, even though there's big news happening there. We got to start off with the biggest story in sports now. Is it? It has to be. It has to be. Right? It really generally has to be. Last week, you know, we wasted some time trying to find the stats. I found those stats. We're talking about the Detroit Pistons setting the record, who looked like they were about to win, but end up choking late against the Brooklyn Nets for uh, 27 straight losses. It's a new record. They're 2-28 and 28 now, I think. Whatever it is, it is not good. But 228, 229, the fact that we're losing track of losses just shows how bad your team is. So this team is so bad, we're not talking to the Spurs who have four losses. We're not talking about the Washington Wizards who have five losses. You mean wins. Sorry, wins. And we're not talking about the Charlotte Hornets and Portland Trailblazers who have seven and then eight respectively, right? Which will bring up the stats that we were talking about from last year. But overall, like like this team, it's again, we're going to reiterate what we said last time, just a little bit more expanded. Um... They play the Celtics next. I expect a loss. They play you guys to close out the year. Every team is playing this team like it's a game seven for the championship because they don't want to be known as the team to lose to them, uh, just for history purposes. Who are the teams that already lost to them? Those are the embarrassments right the, now. It was, they were they sort of the year two and one. Yeah. One of them was Chicago. I think Levine dropped 50 that game and Chicago lost. Yeah. But so to answer your question for Chicago that, is an embarrassment already. Uh, well, here, you know what the funny <laughs> thing was? The Spurs beat us, the Suns twice, and then I forgot who the fourth team was. Yeah, like Spurs beat good competition. They beat the only four wins they have. Three of them were for sure good competition. Who they beat? OKC Thunder. Oh, no. That's preseason. Charlotte Hornets and... That's fair. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Yeah, so let's see. I think the Raptors might join the third. Uh, Raptors might be the third win because after they they're on a high after winning today. Yeah, they um, they're definitely on a high after today's performance. This team has, you know, they didn't have aspirations like the San Jose Sharks to be this bad. To the point now, Shams is reporting that you know how San Jose was known as the worst team in history. Well, starting off wise, and then now they're kind of on their terms a heater, but not really either. They're a heater, bro. Because <laughs> uh, Chicago, Anaheim, and them are now battling for that Macklin Celebrini stakes, which, by the way, please not be Chicago. Um, yeah, please don't be Chicago. Outside of that, though, we'll talk about that World Juniors later on because he's playing there. But um, so you know how like they went out and traded for like now recently with the Canucks, they made a trade for what was it Jack Stanika 
earlier in the year they made a trade with Minnesota for a defenseman. Talking about sharks. Yeah, to sharks. I was. I was. I'm, I'm, it's gonna. It's gonna. Okay, trust yeah. me. It's gonna relate. Like, it's gonna like, relate. We're talking about Pistons. I know. It's <laughs> gonna relate. Trust me. Um. So the sharks obviously made those moves, and then I think they made one more, if I wasn't mistaken. Um. To kind of become a little bit more competitive because obviously ownership, money, stakes, all involved. It's coming out reports that for a while now, but Shams again had said the Pistons are trying to get Miles Bridges, who I think is a local guy, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and there was one more, I forget who it was, another youngish guy. My question, especially for Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi, are they actual free agents? I know I think Miles Bridges too, but he's, you know, quote unquote, kind of a criminal. So I don't, he might not have enough say. But the other two are free agents. Now, as a. They're trying to be competitive, which is a funny part because you would think that they would flip Boyan Bogdanovich, right? Obviously, they're not going to trade Cade Cunningham, who dropped 40 yesterday um, at the time of this recording. This is Wednesday night, um, and so on and so forth. But, it, uh, like, they're not supposed to be this bad. We all we all know that. Yeah, we all agree with that. They're, like, Dumb they making moves this for bad. this doesn't make sense because uh, you're, I'm pretty sure Siakam and OG might not sign long-term. Yeah, that that's not happening. There's no way, especially if they if it continues. Unless they the, trade for him and they want a heater <laughs> to end the season, it's gonna be which tough, is not right? gonna like, happen, right? I mean, this will be the greatest comeback in the history of sports if this if this they manage to pull it off, but they're not, right? Basketball, we already know that whoever the favorites are are they gonna be the winners. Whoever the contenders are, will win it all. Will make the playoffs, all that stuff. But I'm just saying, imagine the Cinderella story. This this probably will be the greatest Cinderella story of all time. If yeah. they just somehow make a plan. Speaking of, okay, before I bring up the roster because like for that trade market, there's no way Monty gets fired, right? No, I don't. I don't. Like, will he, What if they go two and eighty? Is he not gonna get fired in March he, at some point? Oh or yeah, like probably then. Like, how many lo- more losses would you give before Monty is axed? I don't know. Probably like, I mean, at this rate, when you're you're paying him no matter what. You have twenty seven straight. Yeah. I could just say one. I could say 20 because they could have fired him like 15. Because they're not going to fire him because of the money. Simple as yeah. that. Yeah. Monty's there. Monty's, Monty's job is definitely on the on the hot seat, but he's still going to be there. So speaking as a Raptor fan, because those are the two literally Raptors names. I'm not speaking because you're a Raptors yeah. fan. Based on reporting, those two guys, like who are you? Wait, like you have all the leverage at this point. Oh, 100%. <laughs> There's no way they're giving up Cade, so don't get unrealistic there. But like we have all the leverage. <laughs> but are you gonna like trade for Jaden Ivy, Azar Thompson, Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Stewart, Jalen Duran, James Wiseman? If you were a realistic world, you would love to take Jalen Duran off their hands to help your center. Bro, <laughs> uh, I would take all of those guys. But <laughs> I'm just like kidding. you have to get rid of one or two of them if <laughs> if they really want to try to start winning and get take Pascal Siakam off your hands. Oh, 100 percent. Like you're like. Azar Thompson's a rookie. Jaden Ivey's in the second year. Jalen Duran's a good center. Obviously, we're not. We can't really say anyone's really good on the Pistons. To be fair, yeah. And uh, but they're all, they're a young team. They have still young pieces. They're they were in their rebuild phase. They just weren't supposed to be going back to step one. They're supposed to be like no, a, like not at all, not even yeah. this bad. Yeah, right? they, they weren't. They, they, they're supposed to be taking the next step, probably like step three and four. You know, showing that you have some promise. But you went backwards. So, genuinely, all your value, all your pieces, yes, they might be young. They're at an all-time low. 
I'm hearing your picks on the other hand are on an yeah. all time high. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> if I'm if I'm any team, especially the Raptors in this case, I'm like, yo, I want an unprotected first this year, <laughs> right? Um, but like I've seen, I've heard stuff. Like I know stuff happened when the Sixers were this bad. But they were legit supposed to be bad, and they had like some type of involvement. Um, and like I heard, I saw through the wire talking about it. Like the league has got to get involved at some point. Like they got to know what's happening behind the scenes. Like what's going on. Is it legit tanking or what the hell the case is, right? If that's the case, like, I think at this point you kind of have to. Two wins for a team that doesn't have much fans anymore anyways. And you're supposed to be in the promised land. You got the first overall pick. You're no guaranteed to get the first overall pick this year anyways. Um, I don't know the draft class well, so I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that. But it's like it's like they're purposely tanking for Wembenyama, but a little too late. Yeah, they they probably got that one Benyamas in last year's draft, but yeah, um, Pistons been dreadful. Um, I would say like our first recording is still better than the Pistons, right? Yeah, <laughs> like genuinely, like Ovechkin being this bad is still better than the Pistons. Yeah, like I don't like I. I but how much? Why would I watch a Pistons game at this exactly. point? Like, you only watched the one because it kind of watched it. Because I didn't even like, watch it. It was because the Raptors <laughs> were involved. Yeah, but. Outside of that, like I'm not gonna tune into the Pistons unless I see something like I get a notification or I see like oh they're about to win a game. Then I'll, if I'm at home, I'll try to tune in, right? Um, but how much does it really matter for the city of Detroit? I mean, dude, because everyone they're a storied franchise in a way. Everyone's buzzing over the lines. Like I want to hear what no. Isaiah Thomas is talking about. That's what those. That's what saves them. That's literally what's saving them. Yeah, because every, the lines are good this year. Everyone's buzzing over the lines. And the Red so Wings were kind of decent. No, and Red Wings are decent. Nobody gives a shit, I guess. Yeah, like imagine if the Lions were the same old Lions. Imagine that. Imagine if the Red Wings were the same old Red Wings after their success. Dude. Because I think the Pistons, like, I don't know. Like, I think the Lions are number one and the Pistons are number two. I'm going to go out with a limb and say that. Because we all know hockey in America isn't the top thing, right? So I think it's Lions one. Because if they get Thanksgiving games, I'm assuming they're one. Yeah. Um, they're lucky that that team is doing good. Otherwise, oh my God, that city. That city, yeah. Like, I want to hear what Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, Chauncey Billups, those championship players are thinking at this point. Well, they're, Chauncey Billups is obviously the Portland head coach, so it's a different story there. They're thinking, we are the greatest players of all time. <laughs> because <laughs> what, the hell do, what the hell do we leave this franchise to? Like, I don't, like, obviously, we should have done a little bit more research for coming in. They, what's ha- who in the behind the scenes are involved? Sh- they should have not retired. but like no but realistically though like we need like they need to nba needs to get involved right 100 what's happening behind the scenes like do they hate monty that much they want him fired like is that really what's going on or are they actually generally tanking um so are they eating to put put it in are they just eating terribly like genuinely like all these things are coming to question like is, are they healthy? Are they playing injured? Are they is there coaching? Are they listening to the coaching? Yeah. Is the ownership stepping in? Is all this stuff? So to put into in fact, let's put all the teams collectively here. Uh, to finish off on Detroit, they finished March last year one and fourteen. Yeah. They finished April one and four. So they were two and sixteen to end the season. Yeah. Okay. And they, they only have two wins to start the season. They literally have four wins in four complete M- um, NBA months. I guess you could say all of March, April, and October combined. Right, so that's two months, and then November and potentially December. Right, I think the whole NBA, if if they get by this, if the Celtics beat them, which I assume they will, the whole country might, except for Detroit, might be fans of your team. 
Because they probably just want to see a history. Like, already saw history, but like keep two on months. Losing. But just two keep months, just to see how long it lasts for, right? Imagine the scenes if they beat the Celtics. Yeah. Like, I still have a feeling they're going to beat a good team. I don't know why. Like, I just had this feeling that like someone just be like, oh, Pistons, which the rest are players. Like a, a team like the Celtics. Like, I oh. doubt they will because they don't want to beat that team to lose either. <laughs> but yeah, it um, depends though. Like, so if, cl- like I could see like a, if they're playing the Warriors and Curry's been like 10 games in a row, like I, I could see them resting. Well, oh, that's a different story. Right. I could see him resting Tatum. I could see him. I don't think what Jalen Brown. Keep in mind they have the rule, right? So Jalen Brown's hurt. Yeah, but it's only one game. They're not gonna if they rest. could afford to rest a player, yeah, it will be on a Pistons game yeah, for sure. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. So like I said, the Pistons are at this hope uh, with two games remaining at this time of this recording, have two wins to start a season. To start a season last year, they had ten wins already. At this point, they fin the end and the second half and the new year, they had seven. So in total, they have nine wins since January. All right, just keep that so in mind. So calendar year, calendar year, they have nine wins. Yeah. All right, potentially up to eleven they could get. Um, and now let's talk about the other teams that are bad because they, they deserve to be talked about a little bit. No team, I think, is in the single digits at this point to start the year off till December because the Lakers started one and five, then they went like seven and seven, seven and nine, right? That was like the one bad start. Outside of that, it was the Pistons were two and six, three and 12, five and 11. That's 10 wins. The San Antonio Spurs were five and two to start the year, but then one and 14 afterwards. So they were six and then six, 12 wins at this point. They have four. The Houston Rockets are a better team this year, but they were one and seven, four and nine, five and ten. That's also ten wins. Okay, and the Charlotte Hornets were three, three and four wins, so they have ten wins. So this is their, like, what are you trying to like? What are you? What is the stat? So like every I no lost. team, I got lost, no team had double less than double digit wins to start off to end the uh, to start from October to December last year. Is what I'm trying to say. So no one reached double digits. No, no one was in the du- single digits. So everybody was in the double digits. Oh, last year. Last year. So to start the year. October and November. Yeah, and December. And December. Right? So everyone was... In the double digits. This yeah. year, like I said, we have five teams that are in the single digits. Okay, yeah. The That's way you're reading, I was so that tripped out. I was like, what oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm comparing <laughs> last year's starts to this yeah, year's Yeah, like starts. three, three. I was like, what is, what is this guy doing math for? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to do the math. I can't find the collective. I can't filter with the three months. Do the math in your head. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, while I talk, but um, <laughs> like yeah, like honestly, like to start the year, usually teams that come out flying, come out hot. Usually, like for example, the San Antonio Spurs started off five and two last year, then they cooled off, obviously. But like five teams have less than eight wins to start the year. That is wild. Eight or less, bro. This sports season, I'm telling you, NFL hasn't been the same. Like if you're talking about like uh, if you're looking at obviously com- competition wise, it's been decent because all the bad teams have been playing all the good teams have been playing bad yeah and uh nba same thing like no no one's really the teams i expected to play good aren't really like running away with it and the floor of the teams like the pistons like the spurs are really shitting it the pistons have not hit double digit wins since january of 2023 this early calendar year yeah we just had that no no, no i'm just asking yeah that's still mind-boggling like, <laughs> like they could end the year with nine wins only. Yeah, that's wild. That Like, in 2023. They have nine... Put, they, they could, could close out year. on nine wins. They could end the year on nine wins. Even 11 is ridiculous. Like, even if they somehow win the next two games, it's still kind of crazy to say. It. But nine wins. That is... Even if they get 11, they're averaging less than a win per month. Yeah. That is wild. 
there's something wrong in Detroit. Like league step in. I thought they were gonna um, be better than the Magic. I thought they were gonna be like legit. I thought they were gonna be said, better. Than- well, obviously, like we're not we're saying like our projection. I was saying similar to Magic, you know, dumb and Magic. Yeah, like they were gonna be yeah, close, but I thought they, they were gonna be better than them. But no, like we have no words. No like, excuse. No, you have Cade back. We have no words. Like we generally have no words. Even if you have Cade back or not, like how the fuck are you winning only two games <laughs> like genuinely <laughs> like you without kd won seven in like a span <laughs> for I don't, I don't know however long he was out for so I'm, I'm not sure at the beginning of the year like okay yes we understand if you lose to milwaukee we the sixers and not like what are you doing against the wizards what are Dude, you since washington you washington won three more games since yeah. you guys played them well, what are you doing against the wizards what are you doing against memphis what are you doing against utah what are you doing against all even these like, other teams so the hornets even like brooklyn even the raptors like what are you doing against these guys? Yeah. Insane. Uh, we'll just leave it there because it's literally just repeat, re- repeated talk. But we're going to keep an eye out on it. We predict around sometime in January they'll get their win. You predict, obviously, the Raptors game. Um, Probably. Yeah. Like I said, I <laughs> think they're, they're going to somehow beat a good, decent team. At least. At the minimum, decent, but I think a good team. Um, we'll leave it there. NBA talk, not much to talk about. NBA just is technically still going on. Nothing else crazy happened. Um Marcus Smart is back, so they're kind of healthy though, which is good. The Grizzlies, they could be on a run here. They could go on a run here, um, because everything's close by. Other than that, let's get right into. Let's go to NHL very quickly. NHL resumes today, and off the bat, we got a banger game with Pittsburgh. Um, Latang ties NHL demon record with sixth assist of the game on Pustinen's first career goal. Last time I checked, it was nine nothing, and the game ended at sorry seven nothing. Yeah. The game ended at seven nothing. So Seven that's to start off the first game back. Senators, what are you, you going to say? Yeah, as I, as the last time I checked, it was 7 0. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we mentioned who they were playing, which was the New York Islanders. <laughs> so that's a good team. They're chasing them. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, um, I've seen some like uh, Fire Lane Lambert, right? Um, Shout out Greg Wyshynski. Exactly. And uh, I saw another post saying, this, this W Islanders fan. Hey, this was a chant. Fire Lane Lambert. And fuck the Leafs, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, because Senator, okay, Senators won, come back win against the Leafs. But the biggest, I think, the big surprise right now, it's still going on. First period only, four nothing, Ducks over Golden Knights right now. Four zero. In the first period, with four fifty wow. to go, based on the score up here, we have the Jets game on the background. But I we mentioned to, we might need to switch games. <laughs> I, m- I mentioned Mark Macklin Celebrini earlier. So the World Juniors are on. It started on Boxing Day. Um, obviously, Canada's gonna be one of the favorites. Um, Sweden, we ha- we have a huge. We need to watch Sweden because the three Canucks players are on there. Like Hiramaki is killing it this year, which is good and good start there. Willander, obviously, and then Elias Pettersson, not the forward, um, the, the defenseman. defenseman. <laughs> uh, do want to say the reason why we're saying that is because uh, Macklin Celebrini is the projected number one overall pick, and we said that we don't want him in Chicago because a it's Chicago and they don't deserve nice things anymore, especially now they have Connor Bedard, and two he's also a Vancouver boy, and then. In a way, I would love to see them play together, sure, but not in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much it there. But World Juniors-wise, uh, Finland been upset already. I think yeah, they're 0-2. Germ- Germany. Germany upset Finland. Germany, um, it's, it's big for Germany because you already have two stars and one superstar and one upcoming star in Stutzla and then obviously Leon Dreisaitl. Um, You add now like more young pieces. This will this will help the game in Germany a lot, especially known being, for, known being a so- for known being a soccer country, obviously. But that's big because Germany then could potentially put a few, uh, you know, 
ice a roster in a potential uh, Olympics. Field a roster. <laughs> yeah. Ice <laughs> a roster. Ice a roster. On a potential Olympics and so on and so forth. And then speaking of Macklin Celebrini, five-point performance against Latvia. Um, they won 5-0, uh, I believe. All these games are early. They're, the the tournament's... Or yeah, 10 oh nothing. God, I'm pretty sure I saw 9 yeah. nothing. That's why I confused it. It was 10 0, 5 point game for Macklin Celebrini. Yeah. And all these games are early. The, the tournament's held time, in yeah. yeah, tournaments held in Sweden. So all these games are like at 5 a.m. And yeah, so far, early stages, Canada's looking decent. Your thoughts on the Finland junior, is not. Your thoughts on the World Juniors very quickly in general. Like, are you as much of a fan as you were growing up? Well, yeah, growing up, I watched. Because it was Canada. You were like, bit, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like was, the more I grow up, like, st- like it means a lot for the players. Clearly, look at Germany yeah, yeah. celebrating. Like, I'm not saying anything about the players. As, like, just an like, outside guy looking in, you don't really know the guys much because they're all prospects or still need to be drafted. Yeah, you'll tune in to watch a corner where, like, that Canada team from last year was stacked. Um, and then yeah, there are moments, right? Like, we watched Mason, Mc- that Mason McTavish goal line save in overtime. That, that, that's what I was going to bring you up. Know, the, the moments in the World Juniors are insane. Exactly. World Juniors, I'm a fan of Arnold. Why it's, you're not a fan of it? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm not as much as I Why, once was. Oh, yeah, well, obviously. Because I just, like, for me, it's like, you see every, I only watch the final at this point. Well, yeah, and the semis and, like, the, not, the knockout stages. And, like, yeah, it I depends don't watch, on the time. Obviously. I don't watch the group, I don't watch the group, uh, uh, the group stage. Yeah, I don't watch much. the group at all. Even, yeah. like, Canada, US, or whatever the big even if, game yeah, is. Even if it's a group game like that. I don't really watch that. After that, yeah, I'll tune in. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so, I don't yeah, like it's it's fire. Like it's still banger it's like, games. It's like, it's like the U17 World Cup. It's like you you like coming back here to see what players. Like we were rem- reminiscing a little bit by looking at who Team Finland had. It was like Sebastian Aho and um, Patrick Line and all these guys that won. Yeah, that won. And then uh, so that US team, so forth, and obviously the Canadian teams. But, but like the thing is, it's a we gotta, we gotta. It's a tournament, right? You're yeah. gonna see good hockey. You're seeing young players. You know, live out their dream, represent their oh, country. Oh yeah, that's fine. Right? Like, um. You're starving for international hockey. <laughs> this is the only oh, yeah, one. True, you gotta, you gotta, I, think, I feel like it's just because it's every year. You gotta I'm, use I'm not as like. You like, gotta use this. You gotta use this as your fuel for international hockey. I know, bro. but it's like every, it's every year though. That's the only reason why I'm like I'm not as hyped as I, you know used to be. That's yeah, that's fair to say. No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I just it's just not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not as like with the World Juniors. I'm like eh, it's it's there. I'll yeah, it's the World Juniors. Stages. I'm not saying like oh my god, it's the World Juniors, but like I'm not saying. I'm not gonna be like okay. I'm not gonna tune in. I'm I'm still gonna tune in. I'm still gonna watch. So, okay, so uh, you're gonna wake up at five a.m. Huh? If it's like a Canada U.S. final, yeah, I'll wake up at five. Oh, final. No, I'm talking about group games. I said no group. I okay. just said I'm, I'm not watching group final, games. Quarterfinal game. Huh? Quarterfinal. It depends game. on who they're playing too. You gotta see the matchup as well. Okay. What like if it's Canada it, Germany somehow? Then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that's a different story, bro. The thing is, most of the time, it's in Canada or in the USA, no, right? No. This is a rare. That's why I'm saying, like, I ain't it's gonna been a long out. time since it has been. I'll tune in, in at work if I have to. If All right, so you can't really pin it on this tournament. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'll tune in at work if that's it. Like, I'm not like really as much as I once was into. It, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The only thing I'm looking forward to I'm is dis- which goalie will come on the rise for Canada. I'm disappointed in you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, let's move. No, but like, uh, the only thing to close this out. I just want to see which goalies on the rise for Canada. Bro, you're, you're going to be waiting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I think we're on a Canada goalie drought, bro. Yeah, I know. It's going to take some time. All right, let's go. Let's we, move on to the NFL. Um, do you want to go college football first, or do you want to go We'll NFL? start off with college football. All right, so like we said, we're not re- releasing the episode on New Year's Day, so that's why we got a preview and give our predictions for the college football playoff, which is on New Year's Day itself. So you guys will see our reaction after the games, obviously. But... The top four, to refresh your minds, number one, Michigan, number two, Washington, number three, 
um, Texas, Texas. And number four is Alabama. Obviously, we're not going to... You could check our reactions of the whole FSU stuff. Who have a... Who are suing the ACC because they want to leave or something. But um, that's a whole different story. But let's focus on the four. The four that made it. The four... So the matchups are, are... The four that are going to give us some hopefully good games to watch. Which is... And... Uh, we got some matchups. That, I like that it because, sure. like, we don't. Michigan Bama is a tough pick, and then even Texas UW is a tough pick. Like Michigan Bama. Like if it was Michigan versus Texas, I probably would have leaned Michigan easy. Yeah. And then Bama UW, I probably would have leaned Bama easy. But Michigan Bama, most people, if if we were saying it was these four teams, you'd be like, okay, Michigan Bama will be the final. Yeah. But they're face, they're facing each other in the semifinal. My eyes are on Jalen Miller. Um, this man was benched this guy this man was put under by Nick Saban had no belief in the beginning in Jalen Monroe and uh, basically has become like the comeback players of the year kind of thing pretty much that Auburn game <laughs> defined his moment As exactly the that Auburn game Auburn game was an um, incredible last drive by him obviously a lot of luck involved too Auburn uh, being a terrible defense themselves because yeah watching that drive was terrible but the eyes are on Milro because uh this Michigan defense they're always they're always known to have some good defense they're always known to be good defensively obviously Harbaugh's back right yeah like they're gonna have their coach they're gonna be pumped up Michigan never really won under Harbaugh right they always disappoint in the playoff so Michigan wants this Alabama wants this I just think it just come it comes down I think we're gonna see a, a quarterback shootout here Melrose versus McCarthy. Yeah, Blake Quorum's healthy too, I think. Which is gonna be key. As yeah, well to run um, Michigan's defense is insane, right? So it's I tough. mean, I, I, it's a tough prediction. If I'm going, I'm going. I'll, I'll go Michigan still. Um, I think they they're due to win one finally. They're finally on that route. They are a team that that doesn't get over the hump though, right? Last year TCU beat them in the first, um, uh, the round matchup. Um, then they lost in the first round again when they finally beat the hump to the get in the before playoff. that was Georgia but is this the year and I, I believe this is the year um, they've been that good they, you know I think the Ohio State game was close but they were in control yeah so like it was like like Ohio State was playing from behind yeah. a lot of the time right yeah so I think from the last couple of years in my personal opinion I think Michigan has looked the best in this year compared to the last couple of years they look better now yeah. than they did two years ago so if I'm going year. with a prediction I'm going Michigan and I agree with you. I'm going to go with Michigan, game. too. Close, Close game. game. Close game. It's going to be like one of those like 28-24 type things. You know, you're going to have good defensive plays. You're going to have good quarterback play. Experts of that, you know. You know, the first half could be like all defense, second half all offense type of thing. You know, mix that around. That's, that's what I project to happen. All right. Texas versus UW. This is a tough one because I, I didn't watch much of both, but I know how good both teams were. Uh, QB-wise, obviously, J.J. McCarthy... Sorry, not J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> the uh, J.J. McCarthy, Michigan. Quinn Ewers is supposed yeah. to be the draft, but he's going coming back, most likely. Uh, Quinn Ewers versus Michael Penix, you know, both were con- kind of considered Heisman, more Penix, obviously. Um, obviously, that last game before Oregon was kind of scary because of how bad he performed. Oregon game, I kind of missed. I think that was the day I went to watch the Beast Club fight night, and you had your own soccer game, so you couldn't really watch. The, you watched most of that beginning of the game. Um, Oregon, UW. But... Even then, like UW was up, they kind of gave up the lead, so I don't trust it that fully. Texas only lost, I think, came to Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, beat Bama. Um, they looked good. If I were to pick, I, I, I will go Texas. 
I think Texas um, will win this game. I think it will be like a 10-point type game. Um, that's just me. I, I don't. I can't give too much of an analysis. I tried getting a college football guy on, and it didn't work. <laughs> so we've been rejected. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I, this one's a tough to predict because I didn't watch much of Texas outside of that Bama game, and that was way early in the year. Um, I watched like, some of the bowl game they played. Um, to qual- they were, the they last were good not the though. bowl game, sorry, the they last were, uh, title game or whatever. They, they were played. good in that title game. Yeah. So. I think I think I, I lean Texas more than UW because UW down the stretch did not look great, and even against Oregon, they gave up a huge lead, um, and then obviously came back and closed it out. That says more about Oregon, in my opinion, because that's the only team that beat them all year. Um, yeah, so I'm going Texas. So I'm going Michigan Texas final. So me, UW. The the only thing I could take a positive for them being like they keep it close, right? No matter who the opponent was, they always find a way to keep it close. They're like the Detroit Lions, right? They keep it close. But the positive I could take away from that is that these playoff games will be close. Yeah. So they're gonna be they're gonna be experienced. You know, they made the clutch plays, right? Penix in the first Oregon game had that clutch drive, game winning field goal. Kicker's been there. Penix has been there. So they're in these. They were in these moments the whole entire year. Yes, they're not convincing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying yeah. they're convincing or anything, right? Like, it, it was a genuine cause for concern. And it could have been something used against them if, like, you know, a lot of the teams, um, like, if Oregon beat them in the last game. Where to, they your had point, the same to, to your point, Oregon destroyed the teams that these guys barely beat. But then but Washington, yeah, no, beat, Washington but the, beat Oregon still. But I'm, my, my point is not that. My point is this. They know how to close out games when it matters. Yeah. Right? Well, no, fair. That's that's the point, and you're gonna need that, right? It doesn't matter if you have the good first half and then they stink in the third quarter, but they, if they have that fourth quarter drive, they have that fourth quarter stop, they have that fourth quarter game winning field goal. That's what's gonna matter at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. So it looks like you're going UW. I'm going with UW for that reason, just because I'm not saying they're a better football team. I'm not saying they're better. In my opinion, I think Texas might have looked better all year. Yeah. It's just the fact that well, UW, Oregon did too, right? Yeah. And UW handled them. But Twice. UW. Did they, they did what they're supposed to do? Yeah, and I just feel like they've been doing that all year. They might do it again. These are neutral side games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's no home, uh, home field. But yeah, so that's our predictions. Um, not much to say. I think the obviously the ultimate winner will be Michigan. Just put that out there. Um, I think will be the winner of the Michigan Bama game most likely. But yeah, so yeah. out of this, I think uh, Keon Coleman of FSU declared declared for the draft as well. From what I saw, and we'll see what else what what else happens going forward. Uh, speaking of football, let's get right into the NFL. Um, the biggest news that dropped, uh, Russell Wilson, is it's a weird drama. That's what I'm gonna say that way. So he's been benched for the next two games, and reports by Diana Rossini said from her sources that they look like they'll cut him. We'll react to that in a second of what teams and like that our reaction to that and the trade in general. Um, supposedly, though, two months, Russell Wilson knew that like they were trying to force him to get, get rid of the injury clause or whatever. So it's strictly money related, obviously. It is strictly money related. Um, saying that like so, pretty much he already had a bad relationship going for those two months while they're in a playoff hunt at that point, making the comeback, which is wild to me. Um, and the other sh- shitty thing is though, it's like okay, I know we kind of wrote them off now, but from a team's perspective, you're still there. A miracle could happen. Technically, yes, you are still alive. So, from a fan's point of view, I guess it depends on how optimistic or pessimistic you are. 
If you're going to a game to watch this team play, then it's a different story. Then you're like, why the hell are you benching the guy I want to see? Or someone from Seattle wants to go see Russell Wilson because they happen to be in De- Denver or wherever they're, whoever they're playing the next two games, right? Um, but that's a whole different argument. We're not going to talk about that much right now. But yeah, um, reaction to that, yes, I'm a little surprised uh, because Denver went all out. Like I said, the, the trade was ultimately Russell Wilson and whatever pick they picked in the fourth round. For Drew Locke, who at the end of the day is still an NFL backup quarterback at the minimum, Noah Fatten, who was a decent young at the young at the time young tight end, um, the picks that turned out to be Devin Witherspoon and uh, Boy Moffe, Boy Moffe, that's what I think his name is, yeah. who was being decent for them from what I'm hearing as well. Obviously, Devin Witherspoon was pretty decent for them. So clear, and then now you're releasing him. And that trade is probably... Is that the most lopsided trade you've seen, at least in a long time? Obviously, you, you can't really... We assess trades from, like, hindsight, right? A lot. Oh, yeah, for which sure. Which makes sense. Obviously, initial reaction was like, okay, you know... Even initially, the trade initial, was Initial reaction was like, okay, yeah, Seattle won, but, like, Denver got what they needed. Yeah. Right? But now, Seattle just committed larceny. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> they just committed larceny. Uh, they've just fully depleted Denver's picks, right? They fully de- gave him a um, a quarterback that's aging on a fat contract and is struggling now. And, uh, yes, credit to Wilson. He had a decent year. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But he's not the same Russell Wilson. Oh, he's, yeah, 100%. He's not the same Russell Wilson that's going to take you to a Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, at this rate, he hasn't even taken you to the playoffs. So, I could see why... The relationship is torn. But the question with Denver, right? there is, was big, there was big expectations, and they massively failed. The question with Denver, though, is like, who? Okay, before we talk about Russell Wilson again, let's talk about Denver very quickly. Who in the future are they going to carry him now? Because their team isn't made up. They they have Sean Payton there. They ain't rebuilding with Sean Payton, especially what they gave up to get him and paying him. Who's available for trade? Are they going to go get Kyler Murray? Are they, are they gonna somehow? F- they're drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but like even then, that quarterback ain't gonna be ready. I promise you that. Where they're yeah, it will take him a year or two. Don't get me wrong, but that is your best option. I don't give a shit if Sean Payton's there. You gotta do what's best for your organization. <laughs> they care, huh? They will care. I promise you that they will care. Like I'm they, not saying you I'm not saying don't explore Kyler Murray. No, I'm not saying don't explore all these trades here. Yeah, but if I am the GM of the, of uh, the Denver Broncos. You gotta draft a quarterback. As a, a team as a Colts fan, I've experienced what is the, all these oh rental yeah, quarterbacks. Oh yeah, for mean. sure. But, but this that is your best solution. The difference though is we did not have Sean Payton. That's the difference. They're gonna listen to what Sean Payton says. So if Sean Payton says, "Go get me Justin Fields" or "Go get me this guy," I don't think they're gonna waste Sean Payton's there for a rebuild. That's exactly what and, and to put it in the Canucks terms, Rick Doyle said it perfect. There's no way that Jim Rutherford's there for a rebuild. Right, because he's that old. He's, he's it's there a rebuild when he, when he's got to develop a quarterback. And you, we've seen how quickly these guys could develop. But their roster isn't ready around them as much with that quarterback. Like This isn't like um, some other thing that's going on. Right, like you have Sean Payton. It's a different story we, with Frank I, Reich. It's more different with Frank Reich. Okay, ro- than Sean roster. What, 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 what do they need? Defensively, they're still fine. O-line. O-line. Help. They have the weapons. They have the weapons, but again, health, we don't know fully. They have the weapons. They have... But, like, what QB you get, are you getting from this draft that's going to help? Bo Nix? Who knows? 
He does get the Justin Herbert comparison. They kinda, they kinda, he has the older QB. They kind of low-key, they low-key messed up by going on the streak of like, yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. They should have just lost. They, it it, it would have been a clear picture. Like, yeah, I don't so know. If you, I don't know if you could snag a Jaden Daniels at where you are. Doubt it. But I mean, technically, if you give, if you're throwing the flag right now, you're gonna you're gonna finish at what seven and ten. Okay, so let's see. There might be a chance of them getting a top ten pick potentially, depending on what the Bears. Um, they're nine right now. Who? They're nine right. They're nine right now. And the Bears are behind them with like... Or 10 right now. Huh? 10. So who's behind them? Like the Bears are behind them who are pretty close in my opinion. Like behind them, what do you mean? Like you mean ahead of them in the draft? Or behind them in record-wise, like in the standings. Uh, Bears, Jets, Giants, Titans, Chargers, Commanders, Patriots, Cardinals, Panthers. I need to to take a look to myself just because... But yeah, no, like, like I get what you're saying. They need to rebuild, but you're not rebuilding with Sean Payton there. And I know I, I disagree, unless, bro. No, I disagree. Okay, fine. I agree that they need. Okay, to you, you're raving about how good Sean Payton is as a coach. You're I'm not raving, raving about okay. that. I'm no, not, no, 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 no. Do we agree that Sean Payton is a good coach? I agree he's a good coach. Okay, I did not say that. Yeah, oh, no, Sean no, no, Payton's no, no, a reason why make, you rebuild. Sean, Sean Payton. Bro, let me. I'm trying to make my point. Okay, we're we're. I'm trying to say Sean Payton is a good coach. Yeah. He is. If you're saying he's good, they're gonna say he want doesn't want rebuild or whatever. Okay, yeah, that's that's a different mentality. But I'm saying is I'm looking at it like. The organizational aspect of it. Yeah. If he's a good coach, they believe in him. He should be able to develop a quarterback Here's my fairly thing, quickly. Here's my thing, though. You're that organization. Sean Payne's gonna be like, I ain't here for no rebuild. Then they're screwed because they gave up draft picks for him and they gave him a contract. That's what I'm saying. You're, you said organization. You gotta do best what's your for your team. I get that. But if you have a guy like Sean Payton as your head coach and he's like, No, I need a guy who could win right now. For whatever reason, yeah, I still think they should draft a QB. Why, why, why are you so dead? Like, is that what a report is? Like, Sean Payton? No, I just, that's what I just genuinely believe. Like, I, like. Unless if, Sean Payton, like if, unless there's a report. Yes, they're going to say what I'm sharing my okay. opinion. They're, they're saying that Sean Payton, yes, okay, he could, they're going to follow Sean Payton. Yeah. But Sean Payton's opinion, what I'm trying to say is their best option is to draft a quarterback. And I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. But I'm but you're, saying. And you're trying to say is that. You're just dead set. They're gonna. Sean Payton doesn't want to rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. I, like I've seen. Like like normally you get when you get a coach like this, you're not trying. You're trying to make the coach happy first and foremost. There's a reason why they're getting rid of Russell Wilson. Right. Because maybe Sean Payton's like, well, I need someone better than this, and then money wise as well. So maybe yeah, you're but, right. They but, might draft a QB. But I think the who, only QB that could be ready enough maybe might be Bo Nix. Who is better available apart from the draft? Uh, like QB wise, yeah, who will be available? That's gonna be better than Russell Wilson after having a okay year, like a decent year. No one, no one. So it's like, who does he want then? The only guy, Justin Fields is the only one then that he's gonna try to develop. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not like Justin Fields is again, like that's what I'm saying. Like Justin Fields, that's again, even massive. I, I'm doing the classic, we agree, disagree. Yeah, thing. no, but I'm just, I'm trying to say, like, like we acknowledge that, but we're moving on here, saying that who is there out there available. I'm saying they should draft a QB. I don't think they will. I think they're going to go see who's available, like how the Raiders have a Jimmy Garoppolo. Essentially, that's what they're going to probably So they're going to downgrade. They're going to do what the Colts did. So if they're going to do that, they're downgrading a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, like, that's what I think they're going to do. I genuinely believe that's what they're going to do. Like, I don't think they'll draft a QB, depending on where they pick. If they, there could be, that, that team could be trading up, who knows, right? Whatever piece they have, they might move up. For all I know, if that's the case, that's a whole different story. But where they are currently, I'm assuming they're not trading up. There's no QB there that could be win now ready at the end of the day. What QB usually does that? 
Unless you have like the Seattle, the Russell Wilson led Seattle Seahawks team who have every, who had a, already a great defense, who had a great O line, um, had the gr- good run game in Marshawn Lynch that won them the Super Bowl and then made it to the they were a play away from winning back to back Super Bowls. It is very simple of what they need to do, right? Yeah. I, I don't know who are the offensive linemen free agents. You spend the cash on that. Yeah. You draft your quarterback. You have the weapons in place, right? Probably could add an, another another guy there to be a number three option. We'll get Derrick Henry at this point. As I well. mean, you have Javante Williams. But uh, that's I don't think they're getting a running back, really. I don't think that's Derrick Henry, though. Like, Marshawn Lynch helped Russell Wilson's game out, right? Yeah. You still need a... But it, a at this rate, you don't need Marshawn Lynch. You just need a run game. It doesn't matter who your running back is. Yeah. You just need somebody I, to I think they need perform. an upgrade from Javante Williams slightly. That's it. If they could get, if they can get that, great. Okay. Because you keep in mind, you're, if you're doing the QB, much, if you're doing the QB route, they're gonna have a rookie QB, which means the pay. The salary ain't gonna be high, so you 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 can afford Derrick Henry for two years, whatever money he wants. Yeah, no, but I don't think Derrick Derrick Henry is your number one priority. I know, I agree with that. Yeah. Like eventually, though, like if you're copying the Seattle Seahawks route, that's what that was. Right, like they're doing, they're building. They're, they're, okay, they have Patrick. I think Cam. I think it's a mistake if you're like oh, we're gonna focus. We'll see. We'll, we'll go closer to the draft with this, but I I genuinely think they're not gonna they're gonna go vet hunting and yeah they might draft a QB in the second third round. Sure. Another thing, another thing. The last question I'm bring up to you. Okay. Compared to other sports, how f- quickly you could rebuild an NFL? Quick. Exactly. It could be one year. If done right, though. If done right, they only need one piece. Yeah, it also Put depends your, on how, how big of a, uh, how big of uh, what's the word, how big of a figure you have in your locker rooms, right? The difference between the Colts was Frank Reich wasn't that big of a name. Sean Payne's a big name. Yeah. Whether or not how many Super Bowls he won, we know only he only won one, and he has a, had success later on. But Sean, if Sean Payton says, go get me this guy, they're, they're going to listen to him. And I won't be surprised yeah, if it's that, like, go get that, me a Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah, that, for that is reason. nailed down. That it, it is going to be run through Sean Payton. But the message here is, Sean Payne, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, so that's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. Don't be a dickhead, then, if that's the case. Because there's no upgrades. There's zero upgrades. So, like, I don't know who you're going to want. It, it has to be draft or it's nothing Kyler Murray is the only one I could think and, of. And uh, that, that is very questionable because I, I think Arizona might want to keep him. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a different debate, too. So, uh, we'll keep that there for now. It's like a good debate because we don't know what Sean Payne wants at QB, who's available, right? Kirk Cousins is out for the year. If if they really were going to go with free agency, her cousin's the only name, and he's out for the year most likely. Yeah, and right. especially coming after Achilles, we don't know how good Kirk Cousins was going to be. Yeah, again. Okay, so last thing with the Russell Wilson thing, a couple of teams on top of my mind that should scoop him up because now that being said, like I said that with the same thing with Derek Carr, and he hasn't lived up to it. We know Russell Wilson isn't the same Russell Wilson, but the one team that came to my mind is straight up Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean. If if we're gonna look at like what team should go after him, obviously Falcons are gonna be one. Yeah. In my personal opinion, I think Russell Wilson is gonna be a backup quarterback next year. Hell no, no way. Huh? Um, he's, I, he's either a he's, starter or he ain't having a job. Type, yeah, so that's the thing. I don't yeah. think he's getting a starting job. I think Atlanta will give him the job. If someone was dumb enough to give Carson Wentz mon- uh, a trade, so we're banking AKA on some- us and AKA the Washington Commanders. Here's the thing: we cannot disrespect Russell Wilson's name. We cannot disrespect what he has done this year specifically. He's raised his... If it was a year before, I 100% agree with you. This year, he has the similar numbers to Patrick Mahomes. I saw some stats on Twitter. Yeah. So, a team like Atlanta will give him a chance. I don't think he's, like, completely washed up. 
I think he needs a good, good offensive mind with him. Like Sean Payton kind of helped. We're seeing the same story with all these types of quarterbacks, right? Like, and who's other than Joe Flacco who has really come out of the rock? I'm not. Okay, so like, I I agree that like I said the same thing about Derek Carr last year. I'm going on the realism factor that someone will give Russell Wilson the respect and give him a contract eventually. It's a respect factor, especially yeah. with the year he had this year. He took that team from one and five to almost making the playoffs. It is. It's going to be a respect factor. Um, I just I'm just thinking of like. I don't it, like. What are you gonna get with them? Like, okay, like, tell me this: Atlanta's an upgrade or no? Huh? That's an upgrade, but so what? But, are, what, but, what are they gonna but get? of how, how of are is he gonna re, is he gonna help reach your goals? Is he gonna is he? They it, believe that they're. Is they're, it gonna is Russell Wilson gonna really help you win the NFC South? Maybe, because our team division's trash. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> that division's don't, trash, no. though. We don't know what the hell's going on in the NFC South. We don't know what the hell's going on in Russell Wilson. Right? Yeah, so my, to be fair, he's he had he okay. Don't get me wrong; he's had an okay year, but it's not the Russell Wilson. I get, and I get that. But like this year, he had a good year. Yeah, compared to last year, he's brought he's brought his name back up to like okay. And Russell Wilson, the type of guy to be motivated to be like if something like this happened to him, he is that type of guy from what I've seen to be motivated to work his ass off and do better. He if Atlanta's the only spot I can think on the top of my head that's perfect for him. Yeah, I agree with that because they a the division's ass. B, um, he has Arthur Smith if they don't fire him. C, he has weapons there. Bijan in this run game. <laughs> okay. So you, you can't tell you me. Say, you're, you're trying to. Okay, I okay. I'm, this is I know a, it sounds like the Colts. This is, this is a joke thing. There's this, this nothing against your point. Yeah. The fact that you said they have Arthur Smith is going to entice him to come <laughs> is what making me laugh. Well, right? no, because he's still a good offense. Because Arthur Smith is supposed to be fired. We are, I know that. But okay. Either way, fine. If they get if they get rid of Arthur Smith, who knows what coach they bring exactly, in? Exactly. Right? My point though is, but like, okay, he's I, getting cut. He's getting cut. No, but okay, yeah, I know. But the I'm, money ain't gonna be that big of a factor. In yeah, this yeah. Case. You're I, not okay. trading for him. The thing is this: I'm just like I'm still laughing at the point that like you're using Arthur Smith as you're like, yo, come here type of thing. Convince. Well, me. I'm just <laughs> saying they have Arthur Smith at the moment. And like, you could just said Bijan, the weapons. You know, you have. Okay, fine. Defense. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. But my point still stands. Um, do I agree with you that they're going to win the Super Bowl? Hell no. But Russell Wilson has the, the name and the factor, that, like that name factor, that you're going to give him an opportunity, especially coming off this year. If it was coming off last year, I'll agree with you more. But this year, he will get an opportunity. Yeah, the thing is, right? I agree with you. Falcons should go after him type of thing. But in my personal opinion, I don't think it's going to be, like, it's going to, okay, it's going to be better than Desmond Ritter. I'll say that much. And it will, it will be better. Well, Heineke. And Heineke. Well, Heineke. And Heineke. Heineke was pretty good in the weekend. And Heineke. Heineke. Heineke was pretty good in the weekend. And but yeah, Heineke. and Heineke. Relax, okay. Um, but how much better? That's the question mark. Dude, Baker got a contract from teams. We got... Like, we're, we're I'm not saying he this. doesn't deserve a contract or anything. If but, you're telling me... Like, but like my traje- trajectory of Russell Wilson is backup quarterback. My point is, if the Saints went out and got Derek Carr, and I thought they were going to be a way better team, but now using that example, so that kind of helps my point. <laughs> but I think I think Russell Wilson's always been a better quarterback than Derek Carr, though. Even this year, yeah, this year you could even argue last year. No, they Don't. were like similar. I'm not saying he was no. better. I'm saying they were in the same boat. Bro, Russell Wilson was he was bad, but they were in the same boat. You can't really argue Russell Wilson was better. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying they were the same. Yeah. I wasn't arguing that. I said they were at least at the very minimum they were in the same boat. If not, Russell Wilson was always in the MVP conversation before joining the Broncos. And right. No, the thing is this, bro. I've seen the same story over and over again, right? 
a lot of these quarterbacks are falling off. You're especially, arguing that like no one should sign know. Russell Wilson. I'm saying okay, I'm not arguing that now. I, I I'll take that back. But I'm but my but the point that still stands for me is my tra- trajectory of Russell Wilson is backup quarterback. Oh, okay. That's that is my point. And I get that. I'm not. I'll take like so. I'm not saying no one should sign for him. Like someone will sign for him, and I'm not saying they're gonna be. Oh, it's a massive mistake. But from what I have seen the last three years, even as last year in Seattle, as well. If he doesn't sign, if no one signs him, I think that's disrespect. Cam Newton got a job with New England. Then obviously he got cut a year later, but he still got a job to start, right? Baker Mayfield got a job. Carson Wentz got traded twice. Two teams were willing to trade for him. One of us was us. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then Sam Darnold was also traded for. By the Panthers, yeah. So... If you're saying Russell Wilson does not deserve an opportunity, especially not, after this year, um, I don't think he's going to be... I, don't, I think he's still a starter. I'm going to keep that clear. I think he's still a starter in this league. All right? If you have guys like Sam Howell who have been decent, I think he's... Be- yeah, you're saying a guy like game. who's playing his first year as a starter. I, yeah, you well, if you're, if you're trying to win, which Atlanta, I believe, are, I think Atlanta needs to get uh, Russell Wilson. I could be dead wrong, and you could be 100% right. He could be a bad I could be dead QB. wrong, too. I'm not saying that. But my point is, you also have to give the, the name, the respect factor yeah, of the name. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just finish off here. Yes, I'm not saying nobody should go sign for him, right? The question mark I'm having is how much you're going to get better. That's one. Question mark two is just my trajectory. Like, we've seen the same story over and over again, right? Indy is a perfect example. And I agree with that. But. Matt Ryan, visible upgrade over um, Carson Wentz. Was he? He was probably worse than Carson Wentz. Yeah. Right? And I agree with that. Like, But at the same time, I still think the name value that Russell Wilson holds and having a decent year this year, because you cannot disagree with the year. Yeah, he I'm not saying year. he's dead in the water. Yeah. But he has one last Is chance. he a starter in the league? He has one Is last Is he a starter chance. in the league? Oh, yeah. Like, you're projecting he'll be a bench player, but at least yeah, going into next year, he's a starter in the going league. Going to next year, he will be one of the 32 quarterbacks starting. At the end of next year, I'm not so sure about that. The teams, I could see him going after him. Atlanta, like I said, off the bat. I could see New England, depending on what they do next year, just because they don't have a quarterback. I don't right? think they are, man. They're too, they're too far. I don't like, think they low. should. I think they need to get a... They they're, they're, too, they're, they're too high in the draft to pass up on a quarterback. Um, Not Cleveland, not Bengals. Um... Uh, it could be the Titans. I don't think so, though, because Will Levis has been decent. I just leave it at Falcons, <laughs> right? And then the Raiders. Just leave it at Falcons. The Raiders could be a potential one. It's too. the Raiders or it's the Falcons for me, mainly. Yeah, I agree with that. But we'll see. We'll yeah, like I think he's, he deserves That's just he my did, take. If he's not a starter next year, oh, that's I think that's bullshit. I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan either. You can't even say, like, oh, well, I'm, I'm being biased. There's here. a lot of question marks, man. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. He should be a starter next year. But I'm telling you right now, do not be surprised. Because an injury-prone quarterback who falls off every second half of the year, yeah, right, and is in his thirties, is never a good sign to have as a short. I just think his name holds enough respect to get it. I think teams could get scared, like, oh, look what the Colts are did, like, did look what the Commanders did, blah blah blah. But I, I think he's, I think he needs to respect. Yeah, I think, and I think Atlanta is the last spot it's for Atlanta. him. It's Atlanta. It has to be. Atlanta. It's a perfect spot. He has yeah. the weapons. I think they have a decent old line from what we watched on the weekend. Depending on they have a good old line, dude. Yes, and they, they have, have a, a decent line. defense, in my opinion. They're good. Uh, Atlanta. So Atlanta is a perfect. They're fit. They're literally indie from a couple of years ago. Atlanta is the perfect fit. They're literally indie from a couple of years ago. But it's a quarterback's league. But better weapons. It is a quarterback's league. Yeah. And right so. now, last two games, I've seen Russell Wilson do his hero ball shit, where he's running around, taking sacks, and starting. And I agree, the ball he's with. still that person. I still agree with that. 
But I just think his name value holds so much respect that he is still a starter in the league, especially this year. If it was last year, I'll agree with you. Yeah. I'll keep that. All right, let's move on to our... uh, Uh, First on, we'll move on to TJ Hawkinson. This is terrible news for the Vikings. Um, Yeah. Another tight end out. Mark Andrews is injured, and so is TJ Hawkinson. He has ACL, MCL. Was it Mexican? Or is it just both of those? I don't have that saved. But it's a... I think it is all three. No matter what it is... ACL itself, or MCL, it is a season-ending injury for TJ Hawkinson, hoping for a speedy recovery for him. He is regarded as the top five tight ends. Yeah, I think he's still underrated. T- even though he's a highest-paid tight end, I still think he's one of the more underrated Yeah, ones. and uh, he's a big part of that offense. And yeah. it'll be a tough, tough... It's going to be a tough loss for the Vikings. Uh, it's going to be a lot of heavy Jefferson, obviously, which is still going to be fine just because you have Jefferson. But Hawkinson as a second option... Is going to be a big loss. Vikings are done. I'm going to keep it there. They're done. I said they were done before. They're done They're officially done. now. This is, the, I just don't see it happening, yeah. especially uh, with this. Yeah, well, soon Hawk, Hawkinson. Um, like I said, underrated wide receiver or tight end in the league. I know he got paid, but at the same time, you don't think of his name. You think of the other three first before you think of Hawkinson uh, and Dallas Goddard for that matter. So As well, yeah. Um, okay, last thing before we get to the superlatives of last week and this coming week. Uh, Hall of Fame finalists have been announced. There's 15 finalists. I think five only get picked. Couple of Colts on here, but it's um, the names are well. Some of these names I have no clue who they are. Eric Allen, cornerback. Jared Allen, uh, D. End, Chiefs. Okay, I heard that's why I heard of that name. Um, Willie Anderson, tackle. Jari Jahari or Jari Evans, guard. Dwight Freeney, Dwight defensive end. Dwight Freeney. Antonio Gates, tight end. He should probably get in. Uh, Rodney Harrison, safety. Devin Hester, um. Everything. The return man. <laughs> yeah, return man and wide receiver. Tony Holt, wide receiver. Andre Johnson, wide receiver. The Colts legend. This guy played for the Texans, Colts, and the Titans. Yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't he know he played the, for the Titans. He hated Houston. <laughs> I didn't know he played for the he Titans. He hated Houston. <laughs> I know. Uh, Julius Peppers. Yeah. Fred Taylor, running back. Reggie Wayne. Patrick Willis, linebacker. And then Darren Woodson. I'm not going to predict who my five are. I think based on I'm like... Not. I, but I, I would say this much. I, I hope Reggie gets in. And Freeney, obviously. I, I, I think Antonio Gates will be a lock. <laughs> that's what I'm... That's yeah. the only name I can see a lock. I, I, Antonio Gates is probably the lock, and then we'll see who the other Julius ones are. Julius Peppers might be, too. But obviously, as Colts fan, we hope Dwight and Reggie get in. And, um, uh, yeah, congratulations to whoever gets in. And congratulations to you guys being finalists as well. Andre Johnson's a big name, too. But, uh... Yeah, it will be announced on February 8th, so I'm not even going to bother making predictions because I can't say much. Exactly. But um, so NFL superlatives. Um, last week, let's just start off with it. Who was your biggest disappointment? Um, you already forgot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you said it, bro. Is the one that lost the Raiders? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you write it down, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Raiders. Um, Bro, sorry, the, Ra- the, the Raiders Chiefs. are not the disappointment. It's the Chiefs. You, you, defi- you, you definitely came from work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you definitely came from Horrible work. Horrible <laughs> first day back after the vacation-ish, like the Christmas break. Yeah. But uh, the Chiefs, because um, simple as fuck. They, they can't do anything. Literally can't do anything on offense. Bro, to the point that bl- people are blaming Taylor Swift, which I, uh, I get. You blame Taylor Swift. You don't blame Taylor Swift. You blame the people propagandizing Taylor Swift on TV. Taylor Swift is there to cheat her boyfriend on. That's it. <laughs> you can't, it's a big distraction. <laughs> okay, it can't be anything. There's no no excuses. I don't. I'm not trying to hear anything. Um, 
no curse, no nothing. Figure your shit out. That's it. Like, Eric be enemy that big of a loss, or is it literally the weapons? I don't know. Because it's Bill, it's uh, not Bill O'Brien, it's Matt Nagy, sorry. But at the same time, like, Andy Reid, figure it out, man. That's it. I want to say stuff about the Chiefs, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to drag it on. Yeah. But as simple as this. We've been saying this. It's not Eric Biennemi. Lack of receivers. It's it's the sloppiness. And the lack of receivers. From every single player. Mahomes has been very sloppy. Kelsey's been very sloppy. Yeah. I think Mahomes is just playing hero ball, though. Yes, it is lack of receivers. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But your star players are not playing like your star players. I blame lack of receivers. That's the the reason why. I I have to put some blame on Mahomes and Kelsey. That's fine. And I agree with that. I do. But I think it's more of the lack of receivers. The GM need to do, needs to do more work. Yeah. My disappointment, the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. What the hell did you just put on that field? Goss, gotta go. What the hell did you actually put on that field? Because you made the Atlanta Falcons look like they're the San Francisco 49ers or the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. What happened? We could not move the trenches. Terrible. Our defense is built on sacks and takeaways. Right, and don't get me wrong, sacks and takeaways are a good thing. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that, but you're not getting a sack or takeaway on every play or every drive. Goss is the most right? conservative guy you ever met. You're, you're gonna have to do those like Dallas defense type things. You know, force those three and outs, force those, um, quarterback pressures, incompletions, all that stuff. Right, it, it just can't be takeaways and sacks. There is the graph, there is an issue with that. There's a graph that literally showed what Goss's defense is, and it's like the most predictable thing ever. Yeah, and he, and he drop, doesn't change A lot of it. drop back and everything. Offensively, Steichen is one of your worst play-calling games, in my opinion. And uh, O-line, well, Pitt, O-line was cooked. Pittman. And, and obviously, Pittman is another issue, it's too. still in concussion protocol. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Colts, um, do not ever put that... I think this was worse than the Bengals game, in my okay. opinion. Sur- my, uh, not like surprise team, but like... Um, exceeding team? I don't know how to word it. Surprise team. It's a surprise team. The Ravens and how they beat down the Niners. So they surprised you. That sense, yes. Yes. This is just how they did. Uh, nothing else to say. I thought this was a test game for both teams. Niners failed. Um, Ravens passed. Uh, I'm not going to say Niners big disappointment because like whatever, it's one game after a while. But the Ravens expected maybe to lose a close game here, especially in San Francisco. Did not, after that weird first drive, safety thing, whatever happened. Um, but outside of that, your defense... Killed them. Lamar is probably showing why he's potentially an MVP this year. Uh, yeah, the scary team, the best team in the league. My surprise is going to be a double, double take type thing. Um, Patriots and Raiders. Um, they kind of won in the exact same fashion. They both beat an AFC West opponent. They both um, scored touchdowns off their special teams, and oh no, they both scored touchdowns in like. Within a minute, two yeah. touchdowns, back to back touchdowns. Those guys had two defensive touchdowns. Yeah, Raiders had two defensive touchdowns. The Patriots had a offensive touchdown. I think a zappy pass and a and a special teams muff. Yeah, it was right. Mims. And uh, yeah, um, they there's both had that little spark and just never looked back. Basically, obviously the Broncos did come back, unlike the Chiefs, but they still had enough poise, enough composure to go down and kick a game. A game-winning field goal, yeah, uh, for the Patriots. But yeah, well, two surprising performances there. Okay, um, Thursday night football, Browns big game for them to kind of like solidify the playoff spot. Yeah, big game for the Browns. I think they should. I think it's a win and clinch kind of yeah. thing for Joe them. Joe Flacco versus his old team, the Jets. And the good news <laughs> is, yeah, the good news is you should clinch. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no, 
is Trevor Simeon versus Joel Flacco. Both are former Broncos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Broncos are doing the cold spot. You think about it. Yeah, but Joel Flacco, what a what a surprise he has been. What a comeback player of the year. What a delight he has been to watch. Comeback player of the year. <laughs> Probably. Um, Amari <laughs> Cooper coming off a career day, um, with the Browns franchise record receiving yards in a game, and yeah, um, like this is obvious. We're not going to spend time. It's yeah, the Browns. Sure. Browns should win. Simple as that. Um. All right, let's get into the game of the week. It's obviously the winner takes the div- the conference most likely case with the Ravens-Dolphins. I don't know why it's a 10 a.m. game, but it's a 10 a.m. game. Um, yeah, just to look out, like, can the Dolphins continue finally beating good teams? Can the Ravens, are, are they on two of a chiva high? Simple as that. Like, both teams have business, Ravens especially, um, just... Well, well, Dolphins especially, but Ravens could just literally close it out here. Most likely, if they win this game, I think they will be home uh, if, home uh, field. Yeah, if Ravens win, I think they can get the one seed. If Dolphins yeah. win, they just got to see what to do as the Bills. Yeah, um, yeah so like that's the, that's just pretty much it. Yeah. Nothing much to say. Ravens. Good start defenses. Both defenses are good. Exactly. They're, both they're, offenses are good. They're very similar. Um, yes, obviously, Miami edges out in the weapons department, but I think Ravens edge out in the defensive department. Um Running game, we already know both are very incredible. Um, obviously with Lamar, and then you have Mike McDaniel, who was the running game coordinator in yeah. San Francisco. And with the speed, it's just genuinely like, will the Ravens defense? How will they match up against the speed of the Dolphins? Is as well. Um. Yeah. Not not much to say. If I I think I picked the Dolphins to win. I I went on. I just went on. I I I went with the Ravens. I think Dolphins have the bigger test than the Ravens, just because. Can they show that it's you know they could beat a good team? Simple as that. Another one. But the thing, the Ravens, they're just looking so complete right now. We um, thought about we thought about the Forty ers Yeah, we did. But at the end of the day, I'm just going with the pick. At the end of the day, they're on a. I I think it's the Ravens, bro. I can't really pick against them. Okay, yeah. So I got Dolphins. You got Ravens. But uh, my game of the week, like I said, it is Lions Cowboys. Lions Cowboys. Yes, they sure it is. Uh, yeah, Lions Cowboys. Good thing we prepped it before the pod. Um, slightly. Um, we know this could just be a potential. It could be a potential playoff preview in general. Um, not saying off the first round, but it could be a seeding game depending on how the Eagles do. Yeah, depending on that. It really depends on the Eagles for this game. Kind of the Niners, but more on the Eagles. Oh yeah, more on the Eagles. The yeah, Niners yeah. should have it locked. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. It should, it depends on Eagles. Eagles should have your lock to it. Saturday night game, which is good. I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna come down to seating. I I agree with you that it's gonna be a good matchup. It'll still be like there'll be some stakes on it. They're gonna play both teams and play like that. But I don't think the seating will come down to this because looking at the Niners and Eagles schedule, this sure. But it's, I, gonna it's, stay it's a potential seating game in general. It's gonna stay as is. But at the end of the day, if it comes down to it, you gotta get that win and yeah. you gotta figure that out. My game of the week: Saints Bucks. Division could be on the line here. Um, Saints are one game behind the Buccaneers. Um, obviously, the coveted NFC South spot. Yeah. <laughs> who are going to be the fourth seed and host a playoff game. Yeah. Um, both teams, Bucks are on a good run right now. But then we say that for the Falcons, who were on a good run, took or had a division lead at one point, fell off. Bucks had a good uh, started off 2-0. I've, I haven't been the same since until their recent stretch. Yeah. 
Saints, we uh we were just up and down on the Saints all year. We don't know what the hell these guys are doing. Like genuinely, like when they decide, they do decide. Like I think fourth quarter, just something happens to them where they like now the game starts, and they don't they don't take an account that the first three quarters, you know, do count for the other team's points. And yeah, it's just the NFC South, big game, big big fourth seed. Winner of this could host a playoff game. The most bo- I'm gonna add one. The most boring or weird game to watch now, especially the Russell Wilson news, will be the Broncos Chargers. Yeah, uh, com- <laughs> compete wise, it might be like a competition wise and be level. Yeah. But um. That's, okay. That's it, really. Uh, matchup. Player. Yeah. Player to watch. Player matchup. Anything like that. Stephon Gilmore versus Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first one that came to my head too. But yeah, I think you know, Stefan Gilmer still showing that he's good. Amon Ross and Bronze an up becoming receiver. Show us. Battle. That's what I <laughs> For me, I'm going with Miami's weapons versus the Ravens defense. Uh Ravens defense coming off a good performance against Kyle the Sa- Hamilton. Uh, against the San Francisco 49 weapons, especially Kyle Hamilton. But they produced five interceptions that game. Can they do it again? Obviously, I'm not saying they're gonna get five interceptions again. But this is gonna be a different, like this is gonna be a different type of game. This is going to be more on, like, you know, you got to be able to tackle, right? You, you got to keep Tyreek in check. You got to keep that speed in front of you, right, and not let it blow by you. So we'll see what happens there. But when you have a, a Roquan, Patrick Queen, Kyle Hamilton, Marlon Humphrey, all these guys, Devion Clowney turning back the clock as well, it's a tough defense to beat. So let's see if these weapons got it or let's see if these defense gets it. All right, upset alert. I have the Houston Texans on upset alert against the Tennessee Titans. Divisional matchup. CJ Stroud should be back. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure what his concussion thing is looking like right now. But it's been two weeks, so I, I hope, and for the sake of just watching football, I hope he's back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's just, that's just a fair one. There's another one I think you're going to talk about, but yeah. That was mine, but let's go with the... Um, There's two. All right, I'm going to go wild again. I've been going wild these last couple of weeks, and, and that's somehow right. I'm right. Yeah. Right? With, especially with the Raiders and Chiefs. Giants and Rams. Okay, <laughs> you went with that one. Yeah. I was considering it. Um, if you're speaking of a team that's on a high. Oh, Tommy DeVito benched. Yeah. If you're speaking of a team on a high, um, I don't think to really care if Tommy DeVito's benched. Well, I'm just saying Tommy DeVito's <laughs> yeah. benched. But if, there's, if you're speaking of a team that's on a high, it's the LA Rams, and uh, we'll see what happens here. It could be a potential little trap game. Giants have nothing to play for. We already know this. Um, still have a decent defense. But, yeah. Uh, I would personally pick the Rams still, but I won't be surprised. Okay. All right. Let's close it out. MLB. A couple of signings. Check the other signings. We'll start off with... I'll talk. start talking with the Blue Jays. They finally made moves. One I like. One I don't like. The one that I like. They brought back Kevin Kiermaier. Um for one year again I, I was fine with Kevin Kiermaier coming back he was one of the best ninth hitters in the league um, obviously this not, does not address our power or whatever the case may be there uh, but defense once again one of the reasons why we were the team we were last year winning the, I think one of the top teams in winning the most one uh, run type games was because our outfield defense was insane with Springer um, uh, Kiermaier and Dalton Varsho and you could kind of move things around with the guys that we have on the bench with there as well. So, that signing, I'm fine with it. Your reaction to that? All right, Kiermaier. What I like about it, man was a beast last year for what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to play good defense. And run. And get singles in the ninth spot and, and, uh, and run. 
Kevin Kiermaier did every bit of his job last year. His job was to do what I just said, but hitting-wise, he really excelled in my opinion because his job was to flip the batting order back to the top guys, yeah. get on base for them, and potentially steal a base to go in a scoring, scoring position. He did every bit of that and more. Okay, so the downside of this we're, signing we're, is what I'm gonna get into quickly. We'll address that in a second. Let me just, let's get to Isaiah Kiner for life. Well, this is quickly like okay, the, like this is Kevin Kiermaier related. Oh, okay. The downside of the signing, injury. Because I'm gonna forget about well, I'm gonna forget about it. That's that's what I gotta say now. Okay. And it also ties in right now. Um, injuries, yes, that is one. But your rolling is uh, what is changing? That that is that becomes a question mark. Yeah, I was gonna bring right. That up. Um. <laughs> It's just like the biggest free agent left. You're kind of okay, out so on them. Hold it there, because yeah. I was gonna bring you're that. You're out up. on them. Okay. Um. We'll go. We'll address it in a second. Because the second signing was Isaiah Kiner Falefa, um, former Ranger and former Yankee utility player. So I don't know how much of this is just a Whit Merrifield replacement. Um, two year contract with incentives as well with 15 mil. Kind of confusing. Not. I wasn't a really huge fan of him. I don't know. Again, to your point now. What does it address? Nothing much. We have enough utility guys on the team, in my opinion. Um, so there's that. Now, I have some comments to make about what you, you were going to bring up with the whole Cody Bellinger. Are we out on him? I think we are. Um, Matt Chapman, I think we're still in on him just because. But I feel like teams, not just the Jays, are very hesitant to give contracts to those two guys because they're not like when George Springer was available. Right? At the time, George Springer was available. He was a big signing he was not I understand what uh, Bellinger has done but Bellinger also was coming off two bad years before he signed last year I don't think Springer really had bad years even with the Jays I think this past year yeah he struggled he's been bad this, this past, past year. year he struggled outside yeah. of that when the time we signed him he was fine right uh, yes the injuries struggled his first year it was just the injuries though struggled the first year with injuries that's the injuries though uh, but like I said I hope he bounces back I don't think that's anything different but my point is though comparing him to what Bellinger is I think teams are hesitant to give him like a $200 million contract. Not just the Jays. Otherwise, I think he would have signed with someone already. The only team I think he'll sign with now is Chicago. That's it because Saint, um, San Francisco already signed their guy. Um, I forget. Seattle is the only other team you could think of. Same thing with Chapman. I think teams are hesitant to see what his consistency is and they don't want to pay you know, that $175 million that he might be looking for. The Jays are the only team I could see him bringing him back. It might be on a cheaper deal, so it's best to just wait on Chapman. So, in my opinion, overall, I think the Jays are trying to look at the trade market. Let's see what they do. Hopefully, it's not like a finesse like Varsho all over again, even though I love Varsho as a player. It's just the pieces we gave up to, for Varsho were not it um, for that type of player at that time. That's my overall thoughts of the whole Jays situation. I'm still confused. And, yeah, I, think, I just personally think we're exploring trade market at this point. I mean... And Chapman. You could personally think that. That's what is, I think. Which is, which is, but I agree with what you're saying. Which, you're is, which is fair, but honestly, it's not. It's not thinking. Oh, this, they're gonna do this. It's the only thing you have. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's the only thing you yeah. have. It's not like we don't need to think about this. It is what they have. They are gonna do it. Yeah. If they want to get better, they have to do it. Yeah. Right. So, if you're trying to get better, do it. Right. Um, pick a player. Try to. I don't know, find a way to finesse these trades because I know it's been tough. Like, you you went after Otani, you went after... Give you, we gave you credit Yeah, we gave you pre- credit for that. But what's your backup plan? Exactly. Um, because at the end of the day, it's either a home run or strikeout, and right now you're striking out. Exactly like last year. You've been striking out. You can't bring back the same team. You can't. You cannot bring no. back the same team. 
I will react closer to what the se- before the season starts. My overall reaction, but but so yes, far, MLB off season is a long off season. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but right now you're looking at a third baseman upgrade or a potential second baseman upgrade because if Isaiah Kiner Falefa is your starter, there's going to be issues. Yeah, between me and the Jays. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll join in that too. It's I, I like I said I, I was confused by this signing. I mean, am I missing something? I go on Twitter, everybody's like, why the hell do we sign this guy? They were making fun of the Yankees for having, at least we don't have Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. And the baseball that preceded uh, unfortunate events, a Twitter page just went off, like, put that tweet out, whoever made that tweet. Um, yeah, no. Overall, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I think they're exploring trade market. I think the reason why, though... Well, don't think. They are. They should be. <laughs> don't think. We think they should be. Uh, we don't know what they're do- doing at this they moment. They have to. They, but what I'm saying is... They need but, to. but overall, on those two free agents, like I said, I don't think the Jays are the only ones concerned by signing those two guys long-term to that money. I think every team is. Oh, yeah. That is fair. That's, I, I that's, a, that's a fair I, job. I 100% sure. agree with your point. Um, If I were to pick one, I'll still pick Ballinger over Obviously, Chapman. yeah. But... Yeah, Kiner Falefa has to be your platoon guy. He has to be your bench guy. Uh, he cannot be a starter. We'll have some issues. So, outfield is back. Then again, outfield has good chemistry on the defensive side as well, especially. It, you it, still get it's going gonna, gonna to come down to... You could get a DH. Yeah, you could still get a DH. Or his layers but, out there. But it's going to come down to... Can Springer step it up again? Can Vladdy step it up again? And Bo regain what he... Like and Bo keep with, going. Yeah. And if, if and you're pitching, and if well. you're banking on that again, that's a tough plug. It's not gonna. No. It's 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 gonna be. If it doesn't work out, there's gonna be issues. There's gonna be firings. There's gonna be a clean house in Toronto Blue Jays organization I'm, next year. I'm hoping if it does not work out. I'm hoping it is a trade because last year they did come out of nowhere with the Varshal trade. Again, in hindsight, not not the best trade. They did come out of nowhere with the Chapman trade. Again, that one not the best trade. Not it <laughs> not was best, okay. Not I mean, defensively great, offensively not so great. Um, but like you know, the last two years were the same story. You struggled during the regular season, made the playoffs as a wild card seed, comfortably at the end, near the end though, um, and then struggle in the series. Well, like we were comfortable making the wild card. Like at the very like last two weeks of the thing. Were we? The year before, yes. Last year was last. This last past year, year okay, was fine. not very. Com- but the year it before, a, yeah. It took the second last day. We lost that game. Yeah. And it took a Seattle loss for yeah. us to get in. It was not comfortable by all means. The year before, yes. But um, yeah, year before, I agree. Outside of that, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping. I think Vladdy will bounce back. I'm hoping Springer will bounce back. But we'll see how it goes. Um, but as a, as an organization, you should you not. You got to make changes. Don't be hoping. You cannot be coming back with the same roster. You, you can't be banking on hope. I don't want to see Chapman being signed, and that's it. You can't be banking on hope. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. What do you have? Anything else? That's it. That's so that's the Jays are the only pod. teams that made moves that's that are like pod, kind of significant. Maybe. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> we're, it's not even that significant. Yeah, we're just talking about it because we're fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's that. All right. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was a you know some of the stuff we didn't plan for happened, so that makes it great. Russell Wilson, you're a Atlanta Falcon. Book it right here. Um, outside of that, though, we appreciate you guys for watching once again. Thank you um, uh, for subs- not subscribe. Thank you for following on the socials. Please subscribe because uh, we've been stuck at 244 for, uh, for a while. So we, we would appreciate if you guys like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Joven will have a pinned comment out there. Um, as uh, Make sure you guys check out the Alex Adams podcast once again. Great guy. S- support his work as well. Reminder, no podcast episode out on Monday. Um, And a bonus episode will be out on the weekend. It will be just us two 
just talking um once again happy new year to everybody we'll see you guys in the new year make sure you guys stay safe and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.